Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I wanna let you know in August, which we're in now, this is going to be a month of email marketing. And I have the guys, actually emailmarketingheroes.com is where you can find them, but Rob and Kennedy. And what Rob and Kennedy did, what Rob and Kennedy did for our membership group is we did an entire 90 minute workshop about email marketing. So what I did for you guys on the podcast listening here is I obviously made them a lot shorter, but I'm giving you all the things that we were learning and that really helped us with email marketing. So really quick, I will have this introduction on each episode, but this is what the series covers. It's adding email marketing as a service in your freelance writing business. And what we're covering is what email marketing is what type of clients it would benefit, understanding the funnel, what is the going rate in pricing your services, how to get started with email marketing for clients, and clients prospecting and pitching this new service. A lot, a lot of information in the next episodes. I hope you all enjoy it. There are a total of three episodes. So here we go. Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend, and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! So as we dive into this episode, you're going to hear right going into it about why people are reported as spam, and it's more about it's because people don't know who you are. So we're going to dive in right now. If you haven't listened to the first part of this, go back so you can, and then you'll hear the second part and then the third part next week. And and the reason this happens, the number one reason people report people as spam that they don't buy is because they've forgotten who you are. That's the number one reason. Like if somebody only emails you once a month, it doesn't matter who they are. You are going to get an email and go, how did I get on this person's list? Are they a spammer? You're immediately going into that email with a bad taste in your mouth, with a frown, with a little bit of that awful feeling in your chest thinking, I'm going to get this person because I'm not very happy, which means they're so far away from being able to even click, never mind buy from anybody. So we definitely want to short, we want to make sure that we build a relationship. So we're going to do that in a few different ways. The overall strategy that we use and we teach for this is something that we call the email engine. There are lots of different ways that people talk about email marketing automation. Now, that sounds complicated by calling it email marketing automation, right? That's It's not complicated. All it is is a string of different emails with a little timer between them that says, 
wait for 24 hours before sending the next one. That's all it is. And in most email marketing platforms these days, keep, active campaign, convert kit, on report, most of these things, it is super visual, super simple to do. Honestly, if you can use Canva, you can definitely do this. Like it's, it, it really is simple. Because we basically, Rob and I's whole thing is about, we focus on the psychology so we don't need to worry too much about the technology. That's really, really important, okay? It's about humans. It's not about technology. The technology needs to serve you. So th- we, we, we don't even write our emails in the email platform. We write our emails in a Google Doc first so we can just focus on getting the messaging right so we're not having to move our brain between tech thinking, which is a different part of your brain in a physiological speaking way, Te- thinking about the tech is separate is a separate activity to thinking about the content. Get the content nailed so you're not in there thinking, oh, but how do I do this? And where does the subject line go? Don't worry about any of that stuff. Do it as a separate activity. So this email engine is basically, it's a metaphor uh, of a train. We want to imagine it's a train. Now, the trains in the UK are pretty good. I know in the US, I've, I've tried Amtrak. It's not quite as, it's not quite as, um, as, as, as good as the UK. It's one of the things that the UK has got good. Germany's train system, flipping out, amazing. Uh, I'll tell you, it's fantastic. Anyway, so imagine we're getting on a train, a nice one. Imagine it's like the Orient Express, but without the murder, right? So we're going to get on the, we're going to get on this nice train. The first thing that happens when you get on the train is somebody comes over the little tannoy system and says, good afternoon, everyone. This uh, is the guard speaking, or this is your train manager speaking. Uh, This is the 722. Train to Bristol will be calling at this place and this place and this place and this place. And on the way, there's going to be somebody coming down the carriage with a little trolley, and you'll be able to buy Coca-Cola and some Oreos, and you'll have a lovely time. And um, so now what happens? When that happens, and you get and you have the same happens on a flight. You know you're on the right flight. You know what's going to happen. You know how long it's going to be. You know, you've got the right place. Because I've definitely been on the train and had that moment of going, "Oh no, I'm on the wrong. I'm on the wrong place. I've got to get up and dive at the doors." And because I'm on the wrong place, because there's two pla- two trains on the platform. So that's a really nice reassuring thing for a subscriber to have that same experience. And that's what we do with the first four emails that happen when somebody joins our email list. The first train carriage or the first train car, as you guys call it in the States, the first train car is what we call the getting to know you sequence. That's a four day welcome sequence, which is purely designed. It goes out one email each 24 hours, 24 hours apart, an email which builds up who you are, what you're going to do, how often you're going to email them, why that's a good thing all that sort of good stuff. And what does that do? It means they know, this is Janine, this is what I talk about, this is how I'm going to email you every day, I'm going to admit, and I'm going to send you tips about how to become an awesome writer as a medical professional and how to get clients. And it's going to be amazing. And if any time you don't like it, you can get off the train. Good news, because there's a button at the bottom of every email where you can do that. So now your email subscriber... <sighs> Just lets out a sigh of relief. They know who you are because they hear about you for four days in a row. They know what's going to happen. It's not like, welcome on the, welcome on the train. We're going to get somewhere soon. We're not going to tell you where. We're not going to tell you when. We've blacked out the windows. Nobody wants that train journey. Nobody. Because we've all got places to be. So we've got the getting to know you sequence. And then, and here's when it gets really interesting. 
is we have a series of different train carriages, train cars, and each of those is simply a different series of emails, which is designed to promote your product, your service, your thing from a different angle. So you might have one whole campaign, an email campaign, so train car, which is all about promoting your particular thing from the, from the point of view of I'm doing a webinar. It might be an automated webinar. And you might do that one. It might be 12 days long. Lovely. All right, great. Some people at the end of that will buy. Some people won't. That's fine. Because on the next train car, you've got a different campaign. And it might be a direct-to-sales page campaign. Here's my membership. This is what we do. Go check it out. And the next train car might be for people who don't buy. That's it. And this is the same product over and over again, but from different angles. The next one might be, hey, if you join this week, there's a bonus. There's a free bonus you get for if you join. And that, that expires at the end of that car. And, and the next one might be a $1 trial of your membership. And you could go on and on and on. The really important thing here is the reason that people struggle to turn subscribers into customers quickly is because they don't have a really robust, simple, linear way of turning subscribers into customers every time. Because it doesn't matter when someone joins our email list. Every single person gets the welcome email number one, that getting to know you sequence email number one on the first day. And the next day, they get the second one and they go through the train cars in order, which means the vast majority of people who ever join our membership, the league, they're going to do it during those few weeks when they go through the, the, those sequences. And that's how you make predictable sales with email marketing. That's how we do it. That's how our clients do it. And that's essentially what a funnel does is it allows you to move different. And it's the same. It's really important. Different offers for the same thing. It's not like you need, we have, we don't have 12 different products. We have three <laughs> products, right? We've got an email writing agency where we write people's emails for them. We've got our membership, the league, and we've got a training program called the bottomless email strategy about writing email newsletters. That's all we sell, really. Um, and we just have all these different train cars that do that thing, maximizing how much we earn from every single subscriber who comes in the business. Very good. Very good. And it, it does sound so simple. And then, you know, we always want to overcomplicate things. Like you said, like people want so many different products, so many different services. And then it gets like the buyer doesn't know what, what you're really even doing. You, you make them so confused by the end that if you just have the one thing or so if, if you guys have the three things, do you have um, different like segments for people that might be interested in different areas? How do you or do you promote all of them? So there's, there's really two ways to approach this. There's the simple way, and then there's the more complicated but possible way. And for the most part, what we really do is sell the same things. The only thing that changes is the order that we sell them in, and that's based on what the customer seems to want, what the subscriber seems to want, and what they seem to be most interested in. And here's what I mean by that. When somebody comes into your world, you've got a couple of things you can do. Um, the first one is, and this is what we think most businesses should do, especially when starting out with this, is to, it sort of comes back to the point from the beginning I made about you you do you and let people who like that come along on that journey. Take the thing that you most want to sell and is most beneficial to you as a business, selling first and sells and put that first. 
Now, that might be your cheapest thing. It might be your most expensive thing. It might be like a recurring subscription thing, whatever. Do that first and then run people through that. The thing that you most know in your business is a, is a key part. If we could just, if, if, if I was, if I was had my hands nailed to the desk, I'm only allowed to sell one thing. This is the thing I would sell. Do that first. And then have a chain, and this is the big thing, have a chain of train carriages, train cars, like Kennedy said, designed to sell that one thing. And if people get to the end of those train cars and they haven't bought that thing, then, and only then, you can move into another set of train cars that sell the second thing. And then yeah, that'll sell the third thing. And actually, in our business, the number of train cars in the, in the train diminish as that thing goes on because the first one's really important to us. So we put loads of effort into that. The second one is our, that's like our, truthfully, that's like our catch-all. If you didn't buy this, there's a few reasons why you might not. One of them is it's a recurring monthly commitment or annual commitment, and you might not be ready for that. So we'll sell you a thing that's cheaper, lower priced, and it's one time. Great. At least that, that that gets you over the customer threshold. But we don't put as much work into that. I think we've got two train cars that sell that thing compared to like six that sell the other one. So that's the way, that's one way of doing it. The only alternative to that is to collect some sort of data on the way in. And that could either be literally on the way in. So like one of our big uh, methods of building our list is our free Facebook group, the email marketing show community. People join that all the time. It's sort of built around, it's built as a community around our podcast, the email marketing show. That's why it's called the email marketing show community. People come on Facebook, they join that for free, give us their email address on the way in if they want to, it's not essential. And one of the questions is, would you be interested in having us reach out about doing your email marketing for you? And if the answer is yes, then we'll, we'll take note of that. And if the answer is no, or they don't answer that question, then they'll just continue on as normal. And all that means is that when they come into our engine, the first campaign that we put them through, or the first set of campaigns is all about the agency. Now, because that's not the core of our business and our agency capacity is quite low, like we can have a thousand members in the league, whereas we're limited on the number of agency clients we can take on. We... Um, we sort of normally have that further down in our engine. So we'll, we'll sell people the league first. And it's, if they get to the end of that and they like note something to say, I don't, I don't have the time to do it myself or whatever, then we'll sell them the agency service. Whereas if they've ticked that box on the way into the Facebook group, we'll put, we'll just literally move that and put it first. So we're sort of segmenting our audience that just makes it slightly more complicated, not that much more complicated. If you know how your email marketing platform works, it's relatively straightforward to do. Um, but effectively, that's all we do. For most businesses, though, and most of our members of the league, I'm just thinking like through our coaching calls and stuff, most of the time people turn up and say, right, I've got 20 products. Uh, I've got these subscribers coming in. How do I do this engine thing then? And we'd say, well, I'll just pick the one that most of those people should probably buy. Put that first. And the other thing that we do is at the end of most of our train cars, we do give people the option to say, I don't want to be here about this thing anymore, right? So like, there's just a link at the bottom that says, listen, I'm not interested in ABC product. Uh, click here and I won't tell you about it anymore. And all you do is you just take them out and just jump them onto the next set of train cars. The only exception to that, we don't do that for our membership, the league, because if somebody never wants to buy that, there's not a lot of point in them being on our list. Like that's the thing we're going to sell them forever. So, but for like the smaller products that we just have poking around the place or have had poking around the place, we just give people the option to like get out of that set of set of campaigns and then move into the next one. But for the most part, we recommend simplify. You choose the order that makes most sense to you and your business. And over time, that might change. Over time, you might notice, actually, do you know what? It makes more economical sense for me to take the big expensive thing and sell that first and then have the lower price thing as a downsell because I sell as many of them as I do of them and that makes more money. 
equally, you might find the other thing, the other way is true. I sell a thousand $29 things for every one $2,900 thing. It makes sense to have them the other way around. And you'll just sort of get used to that. And it's one of the nice mechanisms of this train carriage arrangement is that just like a train car can be uncoupled, re-swap around, take one out, put one in and couple them back up again without like ripping your business to bits to try and make this work. In 20 minutes, you can take one carriage out and put the next one in. So yeah, it's much simpler that way. And sim- so then, simplification is do they go thing. through your entire welcome sequence, like get to know a sequence before you send them the daily emails of like, here's some, because they're all the same person you want to target. It just might be the different products that you might seg- segment them to. So are you, when you guys send out your daily email, do, do they still get that while they're in the welcome sequence? Oh, Kennedy's muted. Oh, you are muted. Oh, I'm being a professional. Um, so the uh, the way that it works for us is while they're in their getting to know you sequence, they never skip that. So everybody gets all four of those emails and then they go into like the rest of this engine of different train carriages. Um, while they're in those automations, they do not also get our live real-time emails. It's only at the end. So that might be when you first write it. It might be, two train cars long. You might have a getting to know you sequence and your first direct sales sequence. That's what we had when we first started too. That's great. Yeah. And then as soon as people get to the end of that, the last thing you do is just apply a little tag or move them onto the list, which says my daily newsletter or whatever it's going to be called. And all you do is email the people who are on your daily newsletter list. And that's those people. But here's the cool thing. When you next want to create another one of those train cars, we honestly only add a new one every three months into our business. It doesn't have to be every week or every month at all. Some people we know have joined our membership, the league, and they've set up four in a month. Good for them. Great. That's their thing. You have to work exactly how it works for you. This is not about becoming a clone of us. It's not about using our words and our voices. It's about you doing it how you want to do it. That's how we help people do it, right? So to begin with, you might start off with two. But here's the great thing. So you might have, let's give you an example. Getting to know you sequence, and we have another... Um, sales sequence called the overture, right? All of our sequences have got a specific name, which are metaphors for how they work, but also they're usually to do with musical theater because Rob and I are musical theater nerds. So it's called the overture sequence. But then you, you might in a few months time, so people have gone through those. You've got people who are now just in your daily emails or your newsletter, which is, you know, it could be daily, it could be five days a week, it could be three days a week, whatever. And then you think, you know what it is? I'm going to grab a different campaign. And let's say you have another one of our campaigns. There's one called the Black Widow. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to introduce a Black Widow campaign. Here's how you get double whammy and what you should recommend your clients do if you're doing this. Right. And that is you take the new campaign that you write, usually in a Google document, and you run it live to all the people who are in your newsletter. So you get the immediate impact of it. And then once you've run it live, you then couple it to the end of your train and you make your train longer. So you get an immediate impact of it, but also you get the rewards of that forever because somebody who joins your email list the next day, they get to go through your getting to know you sequence, your overture, and then your black widow. And this is literally how we run most of our campaigns. They're all, or I think all, I'm going to say almost just in case that was an exception for whatever reason. They almost all start off as something we run live Test that it works, test the results, make sure there's no tweaks. Did we mess anything up? Did we cock any links up? Because that happens sometimes because we're all human. And then if it's good, stick it in the engine. And guess what? 
like Rob said, because it's a train with separate train cars, if one of those campaigns stops performing for whatever reason, the world changes, people's habits change. The numbers tell you that we're not making sales from this anymore. You just take it out and couple the train and make the train shorter again until you want to add another one. So while they're in the automations, while they're in this email engine automation, string of automations, they're not getting your dailies. Um, what else is I going to say? Share everything about you guys. Like, where can everybody find you? Your social links, all that. So we can definitely share it over on the podcast as well. Yeah. So, I mean, we have our podcast, of course, the email marketing show, just go to wherever you get your podcast from. It's on everything. Search for the email marketing show. Uh, it's an episode every Wednesday where it's us and sometimes a guest talking about fun, um, crazy things to do with email marketing. So that's really cool. Uh, we also have our free Facebook group, the email marketing show community. You can just go to Facebook, search for the email marketing show community. I think it's like more than 3000 people in there now, um, all chatting about email marketing on a daily basis and that kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Three and a half thousand members. Um, and then, uh, I think that's everything. Awesome. I'm asking if they got some value. Yes. Thanks for all the info. Thank you over at Facebook. And then Lexus says, thanks, thanks, thanks so much. This is amazing, super valuable. So I think I think everyone liked it, guys. <laughs> awesome, good. So thank you again. Um, we'll talk soon. I will definitely let you guys know when this goes live. Like I said, I'm probably gonna break it up a little bit to make it some, some value tips for everybody, get you guys some more listeners and definitely drive more people to your Facebook group and your email list. So thank you again. <laughs> nice. You're welcome keep in touch. We'll talk soon. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing is your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.